Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello, fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello? Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Bit of a controversial podcast here. Uh, quite often when I release them that I know they're going to be like this, I'll give you a little heads up. So brace yourself for this one. Just want to point out here as well that there's a player I talked about yesterday uh, where Jamal Fogarty, he got 10 in the bin. Wade Graham essentially threw a forward pass into him. Do I agree with the decision? No, I don't. But you know what? The referee made it, and that's the reality of the situation. I'll point out I don't agree with the decision. But the referees made the decision, and you have to respect that. That is what our game is built on. And if we don't have that, we are in some serious trouble. Let's kick it off. Down the blind, Andrew Gunn. Inside for Elba. Elba will score. Elba will score. Newcastle has won. Welcome back to the Rugby League Guru Podcast. Now, we've obviously seen these new rules that have come in over the last few weeks. Uh, they've been very controversial. As I've said to you guys, I agree with what the NRL is doing. I don't completely agree with the execution. And as per usual, the number one thing that we struggle with in Rugby League is dealing with the grey areas. The grey areas in this situation are guys falling into contact and whatnot, which we haven't dealt with well. We're still not dealing with it well. So it's going to be interesting to see, especially over the origin period, how it plays out. One thing I do like about this, though, is that they're trying to get head contact out of the game. And I think that's fantastic. I think a lot of these guys, as I've said a few times in a number of years, are going to look back and thank Peter Vlandis for this. It might mean that he falls on his sword. We're hearing that the NRL players are filthy on it and that they're looking to get him axed. And, you know, it's a little bit backwards to me. I understand their frustration, but I think that what he's doing, he is he's taking the game in the right direction. And... Look, the game needs to become safer. It's the reality of the situation. Uh, you know, we, we hear it all the time. The game's dying in junior ranks. And look, I can tell you from where I coach in South Sydney, it without a doubt is. And you can say, oh, no, it's not. Oh, the game will always be fine. It's not. It's really not. I mean, I coach in the under-16s competition in South Sydney. Now, we don't have enough teams. So we've had to combine with the Balmain comp. They also don't have enough teams. So they've had to combine with the Manly comp. Yeah, they don't have enough teams as well, so we've had to combine with the North Sydney comp as well. Um, I mean, I'm sorry, but 16-year-olds, they're not playing rugby league right now. Yeah, and that competition, there's five teams in Div 1, there's five teams in Div 2, so that's 10 football teams. Let's say there's 30 in each team. There isn't, that's overs. That's 316-year-olds from essentially the St. George area 
uh, South Sydney over to Manly that are choosing to play rugby league at that age. Tell me there isn't a problem and then wake up to yourself and realise that there definitely is. Uh, you go and have a look at the AFL ground. You have a look at their, their, their fixtures. They are stacked. There's more kids in those teams and there's more teams running around. It is unbelievable. You, I mean, the writing is on the wall and we've got to change it and this is where it sort of starts with this safety end of things. And I know old, us, you know, old school sort of fans and everything, oh, it's soft, it's this, it's that, whatever. The game has to change to suit these sort of things. And the one thing I do like about the way they're going about this is that the punishment is harsh. The punishment is harsh. And this is the reality in rugby league. If you don't cramp down on something harshly, nothing changes. Yeah, we, we sit around and we wait for it to change. We complain until it suits our way. We're a sport of complainers. It's a finger-pointing culture. I love what referees are doing as far as as soon as there is head contact, they, they send them off. The execution isn't perfect, but I'm kind of a fan of the Symbians because it will force people to change. The smart teams... They will start to realise, hey, we need to change what we're doing because we cannot afford to have 12 players on the field at any point. The lesser teams, they will complain, they'll whinge, they'll whine, blah, blah, blah. It's the same old story in rugby league. But like I've been saying, for years in rugby union, you know that as soon as you do something wrong, you will get sin bin. You'll get sent from the field. And what it does is it cuts down all of those sort of behaviours. And eventually that's going to happen in rugby league. As I said a couple of weeks ago, there is going to be a teething period. We're going through it right now. It'll probably take longer than it should because we're rugby league and everything takes longer than it should. But I do like the way that they're going about it. The execution isn't perfect, but I like that we are sending guys off for doing the wrong thing. This is how it should be. This is how it should be. It's going to take a while for teams to get used to it, but the, the harsher the punishment, the sooner you get this sort of stuff out of the game. It's the reality of it. It's the same as everything. The harsher the punishment, the less people are going to do it. So I do like that aspect of it. The one thing I really like, though, or the one thing that I think needs to change, when guys are getting sin bins, yeah, if, you, if the referee gives you a sim bin, you walk off the field. You walk away from the referee. You don't stand there and argue with him. That has been rules since day one. That is the standards that we set for five- and six-year-olds who are playing our game. The referee's authority is supreme. And I think in rugby league, we've lost that a lot over the last few years. And it's one thing that really shits me. And look, over the last few weeks, uh, I think it's the Instagram page, Athletes Are Humans. Um, and I think it's been sensational. You know, We had the thing about Jack Bird the other day, which was great. Um, they obviously shared all the nasty comments that players the fans have been saying about players and we all stood up and we said that's not fair and yeah it's not but i'm sorry it happens each and every week to referees commentators are doing it to referees on national television and we're fine with it i don't i don't understand i mean jack bird's on probably the combined salary of all the referees in the nrl and we protect jack bird which i agree we should be but i think we should also be protecting our referees as well we need to change this current culture we have and the thing that annoyed me in indigenous round was Jamal Fogarty. I'm a huge fan of Fogarty. You all know how much I've spoken about him. I think he's a sensational player. But the way that he stood and argued with the referee, he had to ask him three times to get off the field. I think that's bullshit. And I think that when you get sent, if you're going to stand there and argue, the referee should just change it to, to, to a send-off straight away. That is, I mean, what was Jamal Fogarty going to get out of that situation? What was the referee going to go, oh, you're right, Jamal. Actually, stay on the field, mate. You put up a really good argument there. It just makes no sense. When the referee gives you a direction, you go. You don't stand there and argue. For me, I think if you're given a simbin, you argue with the referee like Jamal did. And as I've said, big fan of Fogarty. I've spoken about him all preseason. I love what he's doing up at the Titans. But in that moment, you cannot argue with referees like that. It is a poor look for our game. It filters all the way down to junior football. And this is where you have issues down there with the way that we treat referees. And I've said it for a number of years, and everyone wants to blow it off, and that's completely fine. But... You go around junior rugby league fields now. I see it every weekend when I'm there coaching. They don't have enough referees. There's no one on touch judges anymore, so things go miss. Crowds get more upset because no one wants to be a referee. Why would you? 
Why would you be a referee? If people have got no respect for referees, it is the toughest job in the world. You can never get it right. You get 99 decisions right, you get one wrong, and you're the worst referee in the world, and that's what the crowd hangs on to. It's the reality of the situation because we have this ridiculous finger-pointing culture in rugby league at the moment where if your team doesn't win, it can't be your fault. It has to be the referee's fault. We saw um, Desi Hazard as well. I mean, here's the Newcastle Knights. They they beat the Manly Seagulls, and Desi says, oh, they played well, but they definitely had a leg up. Like, please, Des. Please, mate. If your team played the absolute perfect game of football, which they didn't, they definitely didn't. I watched that game. That was not the perfect game of rugby league. Was the refereeing perfect? No. Were the Manly Seagulls perfect? No. I just think it's ridiculous how we try and palm this crap on constantly. We want to put shit on the referees, and we all we all sit there and accept that it's okay. But someone says something negative about players or whatever, I mean, we're not happy with that. We all share it. We all get behind it, which is good. I support that 100%, but you need to have the same standard for our referees. It is just getting ridiculous. I've been talking about this for a long time, and every time I say this, I get a 50-50 response. People agree with me. A lot of people say, oh, get over it. What are you talking about? The referees need to be better. You don't bag, you, you don't bag players the same when they make three mistakes as you do a referee when they make one mistake, and that's what really shits me. That is something that needs to change in rugby league, and it filters all the way down to the junior grades, and then there's no one out there that wants to referee. Then you don't have a game. That is a major problem in junior football right now. If you know, well, when I eventually have kids, and my son said to me, I want to referee, I'd say, why? Why the hell would you possibly want to referee? I would rather you have nothing to do with the game than to referee. It is the harsh reality of it, and I know everyone thinks they're the best referee in the world until they go out there and actually have to do it. It's extremely difficult because it's a game full of grey areas. It is really tough. It is really quick. You're exhausted when you're refereeing as well, just quietly, as these guys are out there on the weekend dealing with the fastest pace of game we've ever seen. Expect perfection. I mean, you're not going to have referees in the way that we bag them, the way that we get stuck into them online, the way that commentators support the way that people on social media want to jump on and bag referees and blame them for everything. I mean, I would love to see... I would love to see one of these pages, whether it's athletes or humans, YKTO, whoever it might be, come out and bloke in a bar, whoever it is, roast, come out and support the referees the same way we do players. Because it's the exact same situation. Their performance potentially wasn't fantastic. Does that mean that we get to bag them and say whatever we want about them? Because that's what's happening right now. That's essentially what is happening right now, and it's going to take something drastic to happen in our game. Some, some One of these referees to do something drastic for us to realise, hey, we need to pull our fucking heads in. We need to be respectful. This is heading down a dangerous path. I think it's fantastic. Athletes are human. That Instagram page, I think it's brilliant what they've done with their players over the last few weeks, sharing this sort of stuff, calling it out. Uh, Sean Kepi from the Manly Seagulls yesterday, he had a similar situation. Someone sent him a disgraceful message. Absolutely unbelievable. Someone would say that stuff. He shared it. It's going around social media. Everyone's behind Sean Kepi, which they should be. This is the standard we should have for referees as well, and it starts with the players on the field. I understand there's high frustration. I get that. You're getting paid big bucks. You're getting paid huge money to, whether you like it or not, set an example for young kids around the country playing rugby league, boys and girls. You need to be treating the referee with respect. In my opinion, if I was a referee and Jamal Fogarty spoke to me the way he did, questioning my decision and sort of laughing in my face, it goes from a 10 in a bin to a send-off straight away for me. I just think it's ridiculous. I think it's something we have to change. I know people won't like that because they like to bag referees and point fingers somewhere else and not let their team actually take responsibility for their performance. They'd rather point fingers elsewhere. But I think this is something that needs to change, and I would love to see it come in over the next few weeks. I think this is a perfect opportunity for Vlandis and these guys to come out and say, hey, you disrespect a referee like that, you talk to a referee like that, it's a send-off straight away. You know what will happen? 
will start to respect referees. You know what will happen? It'll filter down to junior grades. We'll have more referees down there. Our game will be better for it. It's embarrassing at the moment. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here, and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at hellofresh.com. Mm. 